When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Already debating. Already. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Friday. It's 545. This is the morning sickness. My name's John. There's Brady, Brett, Big Dick Toledo. Let's get right to it. Not ready for prime time, that game last night. If you sat through it and uh, you're not a fan, congratulations, because that was 1945 football all over the place. Boring. Unless you're a Browns fan. Look at him run, see? There's another one, see? Uh, Right up the middle there. That's a gain of six. (laughs) Nice job. These guys really tan up the turf. (laughs) That terra firma is taking a beating, these boys. Feet are digging in. Yeah, it was a lot of running, and why wouldn't you? you can't stop it. A couple of spectacular it. catches. Yeah, it was some. Yeah, no. yeah, it was like a good practice, and One. then some great running. Well, yeah. anyway, boring. Teams in transition. I haven't uh, had that for a long time. It stinks. But what are you going to do? They'll be fine. It is funny though when you watch like from a distance, and because I listen to all the stuff back in like same way I listen to Cardinal stuff just to get a gauge on what people are thinking here. How fast fans jump on and off. Man, they're just, I hate this guy. That guy, you got to fire that coach. Man, if, it's, if fans were in charge of any sports at all, it would just be a constant stream of knee-jerk reactions. <laughs> I mean, Brett's, black and white Brett would go kill Virginia McCaskey and then oh. like, have some consistency around it. I think, the fans been, like me. I think the fans have been running the Bears for a good 40 <laughs> oh, yeah. years now because they just keep changing stuff. And Man, oh man, they, everybody wants everyone fired and move this and do that. Man, there's a reason why blue-collar – middle uh, steel-working type people aren't in charge of anything. You put them in charge of something, and there'd be nobody working for them after a day or two. Sometimes you fact- have to watch and sit and uh, live in your filth for a second and reassess. You can't just, you can't just fire. You're fired. That was a bad day at work. You're fired. You're fired, too. It's like, what, who are you replacing them with? Guys, I'm going to fire. 
Yeah, you got to be consistent. Look at the Suns did for years, firing everybody every five seconds. Crazy. But I agree with uh, what Fitzmagic said at the end. It was the fourth quarter was still tense because you're just waiting for the Browns, for the Browns to, to do Browns things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's and, the Browns. And there was a couple of di- options. Uh-oh. Here's yeah, where this could Because the Browns count. were the team that's always like, they've always mucked up everything because yep. they're always making moves. There's no consistency. The only consistency is that they'll screw stuff up. But yeah, it that was, last punt snap. I'll tell you, that Nick, that Nick <laughs> Chubb, and I've said this for years, finally they may get it in Cleveland. The best thing that happened to them is their quarterback, uh, you know, Played grab ass with a hundred thousand women, so they got this Jacoby Brissett guy in there, and they're like, "We got to give it to Chubb." If, two years ago, I'm like, "They're too, they're so stupid. They've got a guy that averages five point three yards a carry, and they don't give him the ball more than fourteen times a game. Now, twenty, twenty five, thirty times a game, you're going to do a lot of damage. You're going to bore the hell out of the audience, but nobody's stopping that dude for another year or two. He might be like he and King Henry and another guy, like top three running back, and they finally might get it. Did you see the uh, squat? Thing they showed yeah, him. what was oh, he doing? He was like 660 pounds. And that bar was completely bowed. It's rubber that had to be, like I, I, Kirk Herbstreet said, it had to be a special bar. Just metal, steel, stuff like that. It doesn't bend like, like that. Like a Hollywood and, prop. And, yeah, yeah and, I've never and, seen it bend. It's, that wasn't a real steel bar. It would, it would bend your back down, too. It would become a different type of weight that you couldn't squat. It would, it would force down. It, it just probably... It, it had to be longer than the average because of so many plates well, on each side. No matter what, it's yeah, that had to be a specially built steel thing because if it's bending like that, it's it's breaking. Yeah, or it's bending not to bend and it's not flexible. It would just bend if it was a normal weight bar. That thing was wobbling. It looked like <laughs> it looked like the thing that big dildo uh, javelin that they yeah. threw in Revenge of the Nerds. It was. <laughs> they put it on a pole vault. Yeah, I don't know what that was, but yeah, six hundred sixty something pounds for a dude to just. Deep squat, too. He wasn't messing around. That's my back hurt watching that. You got to try to tackle that thing? Forget it. No, thank you. But yeah, that was boring. And the good news was is that all that uh, Amazon stuff I thought I was going to have to wait for. The boys at uh, Saner Sound came by yesterday, and there they were sitting in my house when I got home going, We got it. We got it. Reprogramming all the computer stuff. And I'm nice. like, This is amazing. Those guys are awesome. So I uh, had everybody over to watch that uh, slog. So it was good. Steel, Steel Swede stays open no matter what. You gotta have good ones. You gotta have bad ones. But it sort of stinks. And then I got this email. This is solid. It's hilarious too. As, as uh, from someone named Corey. I gotta sneeze. Hold on. I don't know where this came from. Do it. Everybody. Hit it. Prepare. <laughs> there we go. Woo! Bless you, child. I've also been bitten by about a thousand mosquitoes this morning. I don't know if it's in the building or if it was just outside. If I walk by something, I walk through a nest them. But I'm Ugh. I'm a mess. But it's uh, from Corey. It says. Uh, can a Browns fan get a break? God damn it. As a Browns fan, I never understood why I put myself through this torture. Uh, but too proud to switch teams like some pansies that email you. He's talking about that guy that emailed me wants to be a Steeler fan now. So during our, quote, rivalry battle, my mother, oh, this is brutal, decides to send me a picture. I'm enjoying the Browns finally handling the Steelers. It's been ages since you looked at it and said we're a better team. The picture is my mom's cleavage, and the words under it say, oh. the girls miss you. Oh, It was a group text to my brother, my wife, my dad, and me. Instead of just my dad, she put it through the group text, thinking she was sending it just to my dad. And I instantly had the Holmberg voice scream out, <laughs> what the <laughs> f*** going on? Oh, man. I have to burn my phone. 
bleach my eyes. I'm worried I have PTSD. We play the Steelers again. I'm going to think of my mom's cans. <laughs> Go Browns. Viva HMS. And Prego puts bread sauce to shame. That's Sincerely, that Frank. Good. I hope she sends you more God. cans. Yeah, I hope your mom yeah. bangs you. <laughs> hope she goes and takes pictures even lower next time, pal. Mom it. sent pictures of her cans to dad. Knock it off. You two should be done with that. In a group text. Now, the worst thing that's happened to people, I'm assuming your parents are in their 60s, maybe a little older than that, is technology. Because they're in on it, too. They like a good D now and again, the moms. Sure. Your mom enjoyed it up into her 60s. She said so on the show. She also said Brady's dad hasn't had an erection since the Clinton administration the first time through. Whoa. That's a while. That's like early 60s. But she gave it a thing. She said, yeah, it was great. We haven't had it since the Clinton administration. And Torp's, Torp, I think Torp even tossed that here. Yep, 94. It's like he just he blew it. He, he just threw the Got ball. His calendar. That was it. I X'd it out, and that was the last one. I kind of knew. September 17th. I think he kind of looked at it and went, you and I aren't friends anymore, are we? And this thing's not trying. So, uh, yeah, you know, you've got it. But you, the last thing you needed to think about was Buns firing over a snooch shot in her 60s Ooh. to Pops with technology. And, you know, there's grandkids involved. Usually there's that Zoom call that she thinks she's calling one, she's calling eight. So, you know, that she thinks she's texting one. Mom, you text this whole thing to the entire uh, membership committee at the Scioto Country Club. He's <laughs> like, what did you just do? I was trying to send your father a sexy note. Disgusting. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know what they I would do. They just have Polaroids. I don't, yeah, that's what they deserve. You stay with your technology. I think that's true. Like, you have from age... 20, so I'd say about 55. So you've just aged out of it. Yeah. Well, you stick with what you've got. Now, you, you're still allowed the iPhone. You never did uh, dirty pictures, but you do the iPhone pictures. Now, if something new comes out that Kirby has to teach you, you can't send uh, dick pics anymore. You've got to go to the old-fashioned technology. Your parents would have to go to cave drawings. Mine would then go to black and white, those, uh, you know, the Polaroids, you got to shake yeah, them. And then, the guy under the curtain yeah, with the big... Yeah, yeah, okay, I'll go with that. That's a good one. Yeah. But there's a flash and you have to hold your, your dick pic for about eight minutes <laughs> while some guy develops it. It's upside down. Right. <laughs> All right, hold still there. I'm just getting under the sheet here. <laughs> All right, stay there. It burns. It's supposed to. That means it's working. Yeah, and then, like, you know, as we age, you get, you know, the, the disposable camera. That's probably my parents' there. Disposable cameras, you go get those developed, you throw those around. I'm, I'm going to age out of this thing, Apple, iPhone, all that stuff, because you will make that big th- – because as your vision gets worse, you're going to think you sent it to a wife and you it's sent it to Marlon Wayans accidentally, because that could happen <laughs> in my phone. Next thing you know, I sent my dick to Marlon Wayans. Imagine Lovett's getting a dick pic from you. Oh, my God. I send him, uh, I do send him, not my dick, but tons of them. He, oh, yeah. He's not sure. So Lovett's like, I'll just, out of nowhere, I'll just send him a humongous white me. And then I'm like, thinking of you, Lovett's. Jeez Louise. <laughs> and then I get like a text from him. He's like, is that really you? Yeah, you don't you want to know? I don't. <laughs> but is it? So I'll do that, everyone. But I mean, I like before I got uh, the magic of the wizardry of Doctor Jay Schwartz to fix my eyes. Texting was like there were times I'm like I thought I was texting my friend Steve Miller. No, 
it's going out to some Steve that was did housework for me a long time ago. The guy would never respond. I'm like, what the F, Miller? What's going on, bro? Ghosting? Dude, I don't know who you are, but <laughs> who is this? And I'm like, come on. And I'm looking, and I'm like, oh, that's Steve Macron. <laughs> okay, close enough. I was so blurry, I couldn't tell. <laughs> All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Yeah, Megan Wife could very easily be Marlon Wayans. And the next thing you know, he's telling everybody that some DJ in Phoenix is harassing him, and I'm on TMZ sending uh, you know, my balls over to Marlon. I didn't mean it to send. Yeah. It was a goof. I'm sorry, Marlon. So moms can't have cleavage pictures on technology. If you need readers or if you need glasses and you take and, and you know, before bed, if you've got you know, gas permeable lenses that pop out and go into a little cup, you're not allowed to have our technology. You break out the disposable camera, you take it over to the Walgreens, and you just hope that the guy isn't watching as it rolls through that thing, which we always used to do at the mall. Oh, yeah, waiting for somebody. And there were times we got yep. them. Like, oh, yeah. Fiesta Mall, they used to have a big one. Lower level down. Yeah, down there. Yeah, I knew exactly where it was. Of course you knew. You were probably going, oh, I fingered it, honey. Oh, look at his hey, I never had my stuff developed there. Oh, where, but, where's bro. Brett? Follow me. I didn't think and took a bunch of dirty pictures of... We we rented a me and the the girlfriend at the time rented a, a the the Hilton on the sixty yeah yeah right there off extension which by the way I paid for in ones because I was a busboy and I remember the night we went we we weren't savvy enough to like make a phone call to reserve a room and just wandered in she brought a whore bag a hooker bag which is just full of lotions creams and lingerie she was going to do a fashion show we we're going to do the whole the whole shebang nice and to be honest with you I think if I remember correctly it was a butt flower night. I was stealing it, and we were going to try that out, just for everybody, just for uh, symmetry to the story. Just right. Choco Taco yeah. stuffed in the horror yeah, too. Not, this was Choco Taco Girl, and no, she didn't, and that would have been gold because that was post-Choco Taco. Choco Taco lives in that relationship as like a, it's almost like a, a, a fulcrum to when it, it was, it teeter-totters, it's the point. So we're in there, and, and uh, the guy's like, we don't have any rooms. He saw a sucker. We don't have any uh, regular rooms available, only the presidential suites available. I'm like, how much is that? It's $236 a night. Now, this is 1994. This is the last time your dad had a hard on. <laughs> I'm standing in the thing like with a wad of ones, expecting to spend about $80. I'm like, all right, fine. One, two, three. And the guy's like, oh, I see. And I'm just firing down ones. And like, I'm like a male stripper trying to pay for a room. And I look at her and I'm like, you better be good. And she goes, oh, I am. And I'm like, all right. And I hop up in this thing and, uh, oof. I took a whole load of disposable camera shots of her dancing around in there, and there were disappearing fingers in these pictures, and also it was filth. Just filth, Brady. You would hate it. And then, not thinking, had to get these developed, ran to get this, throw that camera in that bucket and get these developed by tomorrow, put your name on that little thing. And I, as I'm leaving the Walgreens, I see the machine. And uh-huh. I'm like, they got the machine here now, like the one at the mall. Where it just takes your Plopping pictures and just starts rolling them on this display. And I'm like, I'm a dead man. And so I stood there for the entire hour and a half that they were supposed to be doing it and waited for those to come up. And one after another, I mean, there's 
there's buttholes and all sorts of weird stuff. <laughs> and I was the only one. I'm like, come on, come on, come on. That was an eternity to watch those things just scroll past. Oh, God, that's mine. That's my balls. That's a butthole. I think that's my butthole. How did my butthole get in there? And just ran away. That was a technology that I had, and I don't want to do that ever again. Much better on the phone. But uh, if you're an older person, that's what you have to do. But we had man, a- we had a family friend that owned a camera shop and would do all the developing and stuff. And I'm like, do you ever look? And he, go, he like, you know, back in the day. And oh, he's like, do. he goes, not really. He goes, but a lot of times you get these people that come in there and go, um, you guys don't check these and stuff. And then we make a note and then we're definitely checking those. But, you <laughs> yeah. know, grandma comes in, we don't care. Yeah. But like uh, some dude like yeah. looking both ways before he comes in. The story, oh, yeah. the story I always tell about the guy I knew that I looked in his back seat and said, uh, why do you have seven purses back there? And he goes, oh, I, I go to parties at the end of the night. I find the biggest girl, and I take her home, make her feel good about herself, and I steal her purse. I'm like, Jesus, you're the devil. (laughs) For about eight months, he worked at a photo place and made copies and would bring them to us at at Tony Roma's and just drop them off. Bonus rounds. He was like, these are dupes. And I'm like, what are you doing? I got to account for almost all of them. (laughs) So, I mean, he'd pick and choose the best. It was was like like kind of a mobile... Beaver hunt. Remember Beaver? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. When local women would... I don't know how you looked at a magazine. Local women and then one for the ladies. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> I don't even remember that, but that was in there. I remember... I, I, I always wondered, even as a kid, I'm like, oh, this isn't right. This is like... Like, you got a filet mignon here, and then this lady over here is doing some sort of a weird skirt steak in the broiler, and it's not... There's This is bad. So many trailers. And that's the day I realized that food and lady bits, it's all about presentation. It really is. It doesn't have to taste good. It has to look good. Yeah, if you put Beaver a hunt, garnish around it. Yeah, you got like a, 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 a nice garnish. You got you to make sure you wipe the edge of the plate. For God's sakes, it's bleeding off the edge of the Aww. plate. But I never knew how a dude or a woman can take a shot of that and think, this belongs in the magazine with the rest of these models. I'm sending it I'm in. I'm sending that in there. You look just as good as those ladies. Imagine oh. the stack that they have that didn't make it. Oh, the the the, the file of no thank yous. Pass. Oh, oh, this one's Pass. a no go. Imagine being the editor uh, of that section, having to do that. Oh, boss, I'm not sure if we should put this in Beaver Hunt. It's just a picture of some guy who stepped on a tomato. <laughs> That's not a tomato. Throw that away. You send them a letter immediately and tell them to lose our address. I'm pretty sure it's just stepped on veggies. Oh. You watch that um, Playboy documentary about Hugh Hefner, and they have six guys, and they're all basically their suggestions and going through the. Oh, imagine Larry Flint and the boys sitting around. (laughs) Beaver Hunt. (laughs) The Beaver Hunt team had to be like what we used to do to Jeremy. It's like the worst job in the room. You go sit in the other room and you look through, you sift through the Beaver Hunt entries and find (laughs) me five good ones. How many are there? There's thousands. You're going to have a horrible, horrible sleep tonight. There's no way you're going to go to bed and feel good about yourself. You're, you were the beaver hunt editor. The worst job in the history of man. I'd rather been the guy who used to clean up the piss boy, you know, back in medieval times. Just walking <laughs> around with a bucket. Ugh. Yeah, I don't get it. But, yeah, but dude, poor dude. I'm sorry for that, uh, Corey Frank, that your mom sent you a picture of her cans during the game last night thinking she was trying to get dad all woodied up. Being a Browns fan's hard, even when things are good. Your mom will send you a picture of her cans in the middle of a win. That's rough. That's rough. 
And then I go on on the mom news. I go on TMZ. Did you see the story on TMZ about the the what is she? The fifty six year old woman who's carrying her son's baby. Have you seen that one? No. Fifty six and pregnant with my son's baby. Utah. I skip past it. I've I seen it, but yeah. The the woman the the woman that the guy's married to. They already have two sets of twins. That's plenty. That's plenty. We That's need to put too, a, too many. We got to cap these people who think that it's they're Adam and Eve for God's sakes. We got to keep the population going. No, you don't. If you looked around, there's too many. Five kids per. That's too many. That's just too many. Uh, I'm 56 and pregnant. The the one that should be pumping out kids had to have a life saving hysterectomy. So they're religious. Isn't that God's way of saying enough? Not meant to have kids. Yeah. Shouldn't you stop at that point? Nope. So he seeds. In a in a tube, yeah. Hands it to mom. Maybe not. She. I was just gonna that's say true. That, it's Utah, Brady. Oh. I didn't think of that. You've made my stomach turn. <laughs> You've done something that's nearly impossible, my friend. You've made my stomach spin. Keep sweet. <laughs> Keep sweet indeed. You know what? You're right. TMZ is negligent in their reporting duties because they didn't even come up with that idea. It is a Mormon family. You can tell because the mom's still hot and she's in her late fifties. She still looks good. That's that's fifty six year old woman with her pregnant belly. Solid. She looks great, right? She actually looks better than the woman that was supposed to have it, but oh, uh, her, yeah. her ovaries fell out. <laughs> so mom said, I'll carry your seeds, son. And he's like, All right. I don't know how Brett, you have to do it pretty soon for your his, your hysterectomy, your vasectomy. <laughs> you have to go throw in a cup and yeah. then think about what's gonna happen to it later. I don't know how you stay aroused knowing that this is going in mom. Oh. <laughs> the end result of what I'm doing right now, I'm going to pour that in mom. I'm going to turkey-based mom with these. For the family. It's for another one. And it took. I don't know how that works. Like, isn't that kid still going to come out mental? I mean, mom's, quirky out or mom's what? eggs aren't. They might do that test. Yeah, but if the girl, if the girl, uh, maybe the potential. they must have frozen the eggs of the hysterectomy girl before she. Like we let Annie Letterman walk out of here. She left kind of saying that. No, she's got frozen eggs. Yeah. Yeah. In case they were. How, how long that. Yeah. In case her ovaries freak out and they have to pull them. Because, yeah, they, pull, they pulled the goalie on this lady. She's, she's got nobody in there. Like it's an empty net. And so they, they must have frozen some of her eggs and then they're putting it. So mom's just the carrier. Like, oh, right. God. I know. It's gross, right? Man. So they're like putting dipping dots in her, and then, then, they, put <laughs> right. and then they put her sun seed inside yeah, the dipping dots. And yeah, of course, you've, you've made it a delicious treat. Of course, you've made mom's ovaries a delicious <laughs> then snack. Then you put Brady. the chocolate syrup on it. Oh, yeah. Not in Utah, you don't. Vanilla syrup. Yeah, vanilla. Sorry. Yeah. What do I think? Oh, this yeah. is terrible. Caramel. It sounds like chamoy apples over here. Chamoy <laughs> <Yeah. is>, <laughs> mega. Yeah, whatever they were. Yuck. Anyway. Stop it. Especially if you're religious. If your innards come tumbling out and doctors are like, you die if you keep your baby maker, we're going to pull it. And they pull it. You're done with babies. I'm sorry. I know you might have a desire and you might have that urge, but you can't. You got to stop. For the good of man, for crying out loud. Somewhere, can we just go back into religious books and start to, don't you people realize the whole point of that was to uh, populate for wars? Like, there was power in numbers. That's why the Muslims still do it. That's why they, 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 everybody's like, oh, you, every major religion, no matter what they believe, one thing they all say is the, the most important thing is to procreate. 
make more of us. Need the numbers. We need the numbers. We got them. And it's it, it's worrisome because the Muslims, like in their book, it says the whole point is to just saturate the earth with us. You know what they're All doing to the rest that. of the family, too? Because when Golden Child comes out, yeah. he'll be spoiled. He'll just yeah. be ruined. The rest of the siblings will hate. When it pours out of grandma. Are you, are grandma's going to spoil it do you like go crazy. To that, do you go to that birth? Does dad Live? Have to, the whole family yeah, watch? Yeah, I think the whole family have an arena set up. I think they have to have the full, like, uh, do a FaceTime. Yeah. <laughs> Celebrity theater in the round. You know, you got to have. You going to the shoe? Yeah. Going to shoe. Watch mom dilate and dump out a child. It's going to happen. Yeah, I don't know, but that's, uh, it's repulsive. But yeah, I mean, all those religions need to pop in a little addendum that says, all right, God's no longer really super happy about you procreating. He's like, two. Two's good. You can have two. If you have twins a couple of times, that's God's plan, too. But you can't start pumping out five, six, seven. If you have your guts fall out because medical science says you're going to die with it in, you can't, you can't seed your mom just to make babies live. I know. I know, Brett. It's not right. Do what China had to do at one particular time. Cap it. <laughs> Cap it and then don't mess up. If it was a girl. Yeah. They had a baby pit or something. They got rid of half I, of them. I don't know what oh they were doing. God. The Chinese baby pits. Over the cliff, over here. Yeah, it's, it's got to go. What were you thinking? We told you it was clear. Three, maybe. You can't keep pumping these out. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, that's awful. But yeah, it's a powers number. And they never, nobody's ever understood that. They're like, why would God be so mad about you uh, wasting sperm? You're not even supposed to use it that much. It's like, it's just for one thing and one thing only, making more of us. What if we have to fight someone, some other religion? We need more people. The Mormons nailed it. That was the first thing they said. It's like, the more you have, the better. Like, God's really happy when you make like nine, ten of them. Okay. You got too many people. You start, if you start impregnating your mother because the Lord's happy with more babies, you're not only as. I'm going to the other yeah, side. Not only is your, yeah, exactly. Not only is your God an idiot, you're an idiot. I can't imagine how busy a guy like Warren Jeffs was oh, and his dad. Just. I mean, how much had testosterone to. did that guy have? I mean, he had that's to, his job. He had to have quite a count. Yeah, that's all he had to do, though, is just kind of rally up for the next homely Mormon that came rolling into his trailer. <laughs> and there, was, there was one of them that looked okay. The rest of them, like, and he dressed him up homely. And like, he every, was challenging his boner. Like, let's see how ugly I can make him and still rally up and put knock a baby in there. That dude, unreal. My, uh, by the way, J. Todd Himes has painted my Warren Jeffs Barry Wood uh, mashup, and it looks fantastic. He's a Warren Jeffs sitting on the edge of his bed with a picture of Warren Jeffs behind him on the wall and a tattoo that says Keep Sweet on his chest and his huge Mormon dong hanging off the edge of the bed. It's phenomenal. It's going up in the H&H ramp. That, that room of dong art, yeah, it's about as good <laughs> as your Hopkins is thrilled oh, that, this that's morning. It. That room of dong art is like the greatest <laughs> thing ever. It's getting better. The We're going to have to get a gallery soon. Yeah, I'm thinking That's maybe true. there's a little rope that yeah. goes into you the... Need those the, lights, that, those gallery lights that <laughs> are all spotted on you them. Guys, you guys have nailed the, <laughs> nailed the theme. The vision. The dong room. Yeah, it's pretty great. But don't knock your mom up, for God's sakes. I didn't think I'd have to say that to you people, but hey, Gilbert. Don't argue with me. And that's the worst part. I'd have this conversation with somebody out in Gilbert and the Mormons. And I'd be like, you realize it's a, a powers number. Your religion tries to make you have more people because they, they want power in numbers. Like it's, like it's you know, 640 AD. 
and you know the only thing you've got is brute strength and an amount of people, and uh, you somehow or another have fallen for that trick in 2022. And they would argue with me. No, the Lord is happy when you when you make when you prosper and go forth and make more. No, He's not. This Lord here, because I'm a solipsist, I'm a God of my own, says stop it. Got to knock that off. So all religions, I'd like you to go back in with a little white out. God no longer happy about this whole make as many as you can thing. We got plenty of people. Knock it off. It's not. It's there's no point. And I don't think anybody's going to go to the war with the Mormons anytime soon. They're nice. How the hell are the Mormons going to pick up and fight for? All they're doing is waiting for everything to collapse, and then they're going to sell their water to us losers who didn't collect. That's all they are. It's just you know doomsday businessmen. I got loads of water to sell to the neighborhood. All right, that's smart. That you know, kind of a morbid thought for somebody so happy about leaving the earth. Everything's great. The world is fantastic. Heaven is going to be amazing. Here's my room of things in case everyone dies. What you collect water and snacks? Yes, for doomsday. Wow, you're thinking a lot about bad things, and you're smiling the whole time. The daughters know how to cook and prep everything, yeah. and the Eagle Scout boys know how to. Uh, <laughs> they can kill and they can kill wild animals gather, with their bare hands. Hunt and gather. Yeah, it's. They're thinking about an apocalyptic world to smile through and act like everything's okay instead of just being all right with today. Nutbags. And they'll argue with me about this. It's all right to knock your mother up. The Lord would smile. I'm like, I'm pretty sure there's a page in your book that says don't do that. There's got to be, right? (laughs) That should have been a commandment. Love thy mother did not mean this. love, Love thy mother and father, but don't knock her up. But that's happening in as Minnesota. thy wife, <laughs> as, what? as one would thy wife. Oh, 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 my God. And thou went forth and seeded the mother. <laughs> what? Forced his wife couldn't haveth the child anymore due to corroded ovaries. And the Lord spake, I am happy. Hee-haw, hee-haw, rig-a-haw, Kong, the mother, Kong is pregnant. And they had to hurry, by the way, to do this because mom's about to go through the menopause. And the doctor's like, you mix those two things and you're going to have, you know, you're going to have Caleb's warts. Oh, you're, no. And this thing isn't going to come out Caleb good. I don't know what the hell happened to Caleb. And mom, mom, I, I think Caleb's mom just went four wheeling through the entire pregnancy. It's like, let's go rock crawling again. It's like, I don't know if this is a good idea for you. What's the worst that can happen? I don't know. He gave birth to a bird with a human head. Hey, everybody, I'm Caleb. My mom loved off roading during pregnancy. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> Who's crossing your legs, Caleb? That's all I want to know. Who's the guy on set that has to pick up your little tiny leg and fold it over the other leg like you're just cozy? Because if you could do that, you could walk. If you could just flip your leg up over the other one, you could walk. Let alone with that age, that baby's going to grow in a cave in Afghanistan. I mean, it's just so <laughs> oh, old. And- God. Yeah. It's always it's going to come out thirsty. <laughs> yeah. Poof, it's dry in there. Man. <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm the baby that lives in there. What was that? That can't be right. That can't be right. There's like, <coughs> there's pictures of Kennedy on the walls in there. Like, this is a, this is a different. I, I was not told this in the uh, pre-baby meetings. Like I thought it would be real pristine, brand. No, this thing's got you know, 
there's like a, a Reagan Mondale poster. There's a lot going on. Or, <laughs> Reagan Bush. Reagan Mondale would have been interesting. <laughs> Carter Mondale. I came out of something. It just it comes out with like burns on its face and rug burn from the sandpaper walls. <laughs> I don't self lubricate anymore. Oh. I don't. So the birth's going to be rough. It's going to be like <laughs> dragging him across turf. a shag. It's going to be a shag carpet drag for the baby. <laughs> to the five, to yeah. the ten. <laughs> he, he's sliding in some brand new AstroTurf. He's going to come out with some cuts. <laughs> Baby's first words are going to be Jesus Christ. Pull. Ah. Uh. Like I'm in quicksand. This is brutal. <laughs> anyway, enjoy that 56-year-old birth. Yuck. And speaking of moms, our biannual fascination with uh, old Tom Beatty's back again. Every couple years, because he lives here in Arizona, the news finds him and finds out what he's doing. If you don't remember old Tom Beatty, that's the pregnant man. The legend. And he lives up there in Chandler. And uh, about, uh, what was it, like 12 years ago, he got knocked up. At, he's living as a fella and getting Has it the, been 12 years? About that, yeah. I think the baby's wow. 10 or 12. So but he's got three more. He pumped out three more. Nobody even cared after the, like, it was only the initial, wow, that's a pregnant man. So we went and swapped out everything but kept the honey hole. Lobbed off the cans, got a bunch of testosterone, grew a better beard than I can, which always pisses me off. Like Chaz Bono's first move. Like uh, this Tom Beatty's first move. Every woman that used to be a woman and is now a man, their first move is to grow a beard better than me. And that's frustrating because if I go to the doctor and I go, I want, I want the medicine Tom Beatty's got, you can grow a beard on him like immediately. And they're like, well, it's genetics. I'm like, you didn't have genetics to grow a goddamn beard. Give me whatever you gave Chaz Bono. That thing's thick. He's like ZZ Top. And it used to be a woman like eight years ago. That was a girl. Brad, I think there's a picture of him with a baby bump and a beard. Oh, yeah. It's nice. No, that was his big move is to stay manly but with the pregnant. But he's done it four times. So Yetta Gibson went over to his house and like, what's going on, freak? (laughs) And he's like, well, I'm a mother of four. Like, oh, for Christ's sake. Then I kind of realized this has all been going on the whole time. The internet just tells me more now. And could I thank someone? Sure, go ahead. Like to thank uh, um, Dollar Shave Club, yeah, I'm a, I'm for the free products sponsored by the DSC. And <clears throat> I got to tell you, as a man, it's great. I like to shave my birth canal. As a man, like most men do, I like to reach down there and just knock my birth canal out with a nice shave. <laughs> Four babies that things had, and I don't want to sound like I'm not uh, accepting, but that. Sh- Freaking weird. <laughs> that dude's nuts. There he is, old Tom Beatty and his four babies. Probably a nice fella. Yeah. I'd give him a run. A little too fertile for my uh, taste. I like <laughs> I like my male friends to be less fertile. I don't want to be playing basketball and post up and end up a dad. <laughs> it's the worst thing that can happen. He I looks was, good. He does, you know, doesn't have a ton of the baby weight on or anything. After- <laughs> Yetta Gibson's trying to. Look at how low cut that shirt is. She's trying to get Tom Beatty to. Bump donuts with her. <laughs> yeah. Yetta looks sharp. All right, Yetta. Is that a boob or is she wearing something that's no, that it's a tan. Lo- no, I think it's well, no, she's got a nice tan. No, tan uh, black lady. Top. <laughs> it's not a tan, that's something we call that. That's her pigment. You it's jerk. a bronze top. <laughs> anyway. Jeez. So they're dragging old Tom Beatty around. Every two years, Channel 12 did this a couple years ago. It's like they have a, they have him on a rotation. 10 did it like four years ago. 12 did it two years ago. Now, 
Old Tom Beatty's back on Channel Three with the, oh no, that's a top with the Smoke Show yet again. Um, okay, how, that looks like a low cut top. Asking what because every kid is different. Old Tom you know, Beatty. You, you have a kid who's like, oh sure, you know, they automatically adapt. Then you have kids who are just inquisitive. So I wonder with your four children, one, two, four, right? Yeah, four kids. <laughs> what do they ask you? What what stood out to you the most about the questions from your children about everything and anything? His his uh, clothing company is called Define Normal. Oh, I was wondering. Yeah. I thought he's... That's why he's wearing a shirt that says Define uh, Normal. You know, it used to be a time that was pretty easy. Normal. What's normal anymore? That ain't. Yeah. I'll no. tell you right now. You can call it whatever you want, progressive and anything else. Uh, dudes with beards pumping out babies through their vaginas ain't normal. That just ain't normal. <laughs> not saying it shouldn't happen, but I recognize when it's not normal. You know? Camelback Mountain being on fire might be beautiful, but it isn't normal, and we want to stop it. I mean, I would actually like to see the whole thing just in flames. Like, that's amazing. It's not normal. We'll define normal. Normal's when it's not on fire. That's pretty easy to define. We'll define normal with a man. Zero pregnancies. Yeah. A crank. And a dick. (laughs) That's the normal dude. I mean, it's not to say that you can't be unusual. You're just asking me to define normal, and I just did. Real easy, by the way. Man, dick, no pregnancies. We're done here. Well, I could argue that. No, you can't. No, you can't. You, you're defining unusual, which is also a thing. But call it what it is. Don't, don't say it's normal because it isn't. Anyway, old, old Tom Beatty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tom Jones. <laughs> it's not unusual. That was playing when that baby poured out of that 56-year-old woman's thing. Who's Tom Jones and why does she listen to this so much? Who, who, what, what was I just in? Be honest with me, guys. Do you tell your baby that it came out of grandma when it's older? Yeah. You do? I guess. No. You have to. And your mom didn't give birth to you. Your daddy put a seed in your grandma. Oh. What? Why did you tell me this? There's immediate psychology needed. Now that you're 35, I want to tell you something. I wait a little bit. <laughs> it's okay if you want to knock me up. I'm your mommy. And now, you can just like your daddy did his mom, it's a long line of it. Yeah, it's brutal. <laughs> John, of course it's been going on. This used to be called the circus. He's right. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty fun, though. Yeah, couldn't tune in. Couldn't just enjoy the game afterwards and listen to a little post-game talk. Turn the news on. There's smoke, uh, smoke show Yetta Gibson sitting with uh, old Tom Beatty. <laughs> both of them are up for grabs. <laughs> yeah, which one do you choose? Yeah. I like the one on the right, but you're telling me that one with a beard has a vagina? I, I, I want to see it. I'm not going to lie to you. I got to. Yet, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to put you in second place. This freak show has got me curious. Anyway, what a, what a weird thing for people to try. And the Yetta had to sit and ask like normal questions. Just go, do you realize how weird you are? Like, that's the first question. Do you realize how weird it is? I just want to redefine normal. Well, you can't because then it wouldn't be normal. Redefining normal is automatically not normal anymore weirdo but i play hoops with him with a rubber on <laughs> uh it's a get a wake up song shall we 585-9800 a good one and we'll scream it together it's 98kupd wake up arizona's most powerful powerful rock radio station you've been listening to holmberg's morning sickness podcast brought to you by our friends at eric's family barbecue in avondale meet mesquite Repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.